episode of fade us brought to you by a new recording uh device whatever you want to call it we're on platform. zoom platform thank you That's what I was looking for. uh hopefully it sounds a little bit better than it did before it's not going to be super laggy um well like talking over each other because that's what it was like before still might be a little bit laggy but that's technology in the age of coronavirus with you as always the square we got Johnny Parlays, The Godfather, and Frankie Overs. Boys, took a week off, a little bit of a regroup. We're in much better uh, time and place now with sports basically on the verge of coming back, at least some sports. But personally, otherwise, how are we doing? Uh, I'm doing not great. Um, every day, just not a fun time. First off, I was in a car accident a couple weeks ago, and that, that was good. Got, got to hang out with the EMTs a bit. Um, but that was probably the highlight of the week because everything else had just fucking sucked. Yeah, as you guys, as you, you guys you know, got, I you, sorry, got, you said you got rear-ended. Where did you get rear-ended at? On the bridge in North Town over by McDonald's. Probably some old person. No, nah, just some chick probably texting or something like that. That's good. Ah, so yeah. it wasn't your fault. That's good. That's a start. You all know how I feel about women driving. <laughs> I guess we do now. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's news to me now. I did get a new driver, though, as I go from misogyny to golf. Oh, so you don't have someone who drives you? Oh, a golf club. That's good. Yeah, golf club. I got a new driver. <laughs> No, but that that would work, you know. <laughs> like, misogyny, <laughs> golf, having a pr- private driver. <laughs> Yeah, Square. I'm not doing. Uh, I'm not doing any better than the Godfather. Uh, I go back to work officially full time again on Monday, so back to the real world. The partying escapades are over. Yes, they are. Um, I'm getting my margarita fix in. I've been drinking margaritas since Cinco de Mayo, like hours on end. I guess we like never realized how much fun lockdown was until it's going to be over. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Like I feel worse now than I did when it was like middle of it. (laughs) And Johnny, you are officially, well, I guess officially unofficially a college graduate. You're back home. How's, uh, how's life post-college? Um, I don't know how you guys felt, but how soon did you guys feel washed in just like any athletic activity? The day after. <laughs> I was still in college. I'll get there one day. Actually, um, probably my last water polo tournament after I shut out the University of Kentucky. Just no big deal. <laughs> I mean, other than that, I mean, it's kind of weird being done with school and all. Got back uh, to my parents' house. Haven't really done much. Had a 
similar to Frankie, had a hell of a Cinco de Mayo. Um, kind of blows that it was all this nice weather. And then this weekend in Ohio, it's supposed to be like 40 degrees. So I was looking forward to golfing and just being outside. But, uh, you know, other than that, I kind of – I concur with the Godfather. There's just – you know, I'm at this – it's just the same thing every day. And it's getting old, and I'm, I'm fucking tired of it. Hey, you found a new beer, though. Kind of. Yeah, I did find a new beer. <laughs> Go ahead, explain. So, so disappointed. <laughs> so, well, before – Man, Square can probably test. I don't know. Maybe it might have been a couple years ago. I was huge on Miller Lite. And uh, for all our loyal 15 listeners out there, when we did our beer bracket, uh, there was a huge debate about Miller Lite. And off air in our group message, I hinted that I was going to try out Miller Lite again. And uh, with one of my last days up at school, I purchased a 12-pack. Uh, all 12 Miller Lights were ingested, and uh, I am now fully back on the Miller Lite train. It's a great beer. I look forward to drinking it, whether I'm golfing or just sitting in a lawn chair in the yard. Uh, I'm excited to see where this uh, relationship can go. Depression? <laughs> so well, dis- we're already there, so that's not a very long trip. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm, I'm just so disappointed. Uh-huh. I never thought you would revert back to your old ways of being a fuck but here we are i will side. never leave twisted tea though they that can. is it's always my impossible. number one drink that's impossible for everyone listening tea. the godfather has just gotten up i believe he is going to go get yeah I'm, th- I'm headed to the <laughs> keep talking <laughs> just wanted to give a little inside look to our listeners here well you know what since everyone else is drinking we're gonna take a little intermission here might as well go grab a beverage as well Frank oh. taking a drink. I know I'm Jeremy a, was drinking earlier. I'm, I'm, um, oh, well, I thought I that was kind of included. <laughs> should uh, you should, should I just go ahead and start with uh, the Brown schedule? Yeah. So while yeah, run while, it through. Hold on, real quick. Let's do this real quick. Yeah, something good. Yeah, that's a beer. That's a beer everyone should like. Oh, Labat <laughs> Blue's not bad right either. Now. I like a life Labat. So. Really? Really, you look you. What? Sorry about the actual name drop there, but you, you like the bat, <laughs> which is like the Canadian version of Miller Lite. They're the no, same it's, ingredients. It's, yeah, it's okay, a just, hundred hundred <laughs> times better than Miller Lite. Just, just thought we should figure that part out. A hundred oh, times better. So while we're recording this on Thursday, Canadians night, actually like beer. While we're recording this on Thursday night, the NFL schedule has just been released. Johnny, you you said it right before we started talking about beer. Brown schedules out two primetime games, um, I guess, cautiously right before we started recording. Said maybe eight and eight, nine and six, or nine and seven. That would, that would make me a little bit happy. But, yeah, go ahead, run through it. What do we got here? For, first off, before he starts, can I say, like, I'm kind of okay with them only having two primetime games rather than – I agree. Like, I'm on that take ones, as well. Like, I agree. Why, why did I have to, like, hate myself so many times during the middle of the week last year? Like, why, why did I have to be like, put through that? Like, why was I watching yeah. them on a Monday night losing to San Francisco by 40 points? Right. Well, and like, good on you, NFL. <laughs> like, thumbs no, block, up. Black me out. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so uh, through uh, open in the division in Baltimore against the Ravens. 
Um, also, just on a quick run through, and we'll touch on what game it is. Aside from the two prime times, they play one other game outside of the one o'clock hour. Uh, week two, they uh, welcome the number one pick, uh, Joe Burrow, on a warm Thursday night to First Energy, which I sh- assume will be a rocking atmosphere. Week three, uh, the R words come to town. Uh, new coach Ron Rivera, number two pick Chase Young. Week four, the Browns go to Dallas. Um, probably going to somehow lose that game because Jerry rigs it. Uh, week five, which is the only other game outside of the prime times that isn't one o'clock, a home game against Indy at 425. Uh, week six, uh, the Browns go to Pittsburgh, which I assume they'll find a way to lose yet again. Mm-hmm. Week seven, they go to Cincinnati. Week eight, they welcome the newly named Las Vegas Raiders to town. Week nine is their bye week. Week 10, they have the Texans coming to town. Week 11, which could be a potential uh, fade us reunion as uh, Frankie's birds make the trip west to Cleveland. That is the Eagles for those listeners. Week 12, they go to Jacksonville. Week 13 to Tennessee. Week 14, Monday Night Football against the Ravens, uh, which the last time the Browns played the Ravens on a Monday night was one of the most hilarious ways I've ever seen a team lose a football game. Uh, Week 15 and 16, they go to New York, with 15 being the Giants, uh, Dell's game against his former team. Then week 16, back in New York to face the Jets once again. And to end the year on Sunday, January 3rd, they welcome the Pittsburgh Steelers to town. Fellas, thoughts on the schedule? Two things I'll say real quick. First, those last four games could very easily all be played in horrendous conditions. Mm -hmm. You have one game at home. You go to New York for two games. You have another game at home. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be real cold. We'll see what they're made of in those four games that are going to be real important, where I think they might have to go 3-1 and one or 4-0 and oh down the stretch in order to get in. Uh, the other thing, I saw it was rumored that they were going to be one of the teams to go to London this year to play against Jacksonville. That was supposed to happen on November 1st, but because the league is doing away with all the games overseas, obviously they don't have to go over to London this year. So that's a nice little uh, – what do they call it, feather in the hat or whatever the fuck that stupid-ass saying is called. So you don't have to go to London. That's always good. Um, I'd like yeah, to be my, optimistic. My, <laughs> my, my initial thoughts, I, it, uh, they're, they're going to have two solid tests in the first four weeks, and if they can find a way to split those games, they could, they could be looking at um, – a decent middle of the season and try to find their groove at, um, in that Dallas game. Um, I don't think very highly of the Cowboys um, at all. I think that they're going to have one of the best offense in the league and still only win eight games. Uh, um, so I could easily see Dak blowing a game at home against the Cleveland Browns. Right. <laughs> um, so I, that, that, that week one game in uh, against the Ravens uh, that, that could be bad because I think that Lamar Jackson is going to be kind of out for a little bit of blood as well. Um, but if, if they can find a way to, to go into Jerry world and steal one like that, and then you, and then you're, you're, you could be staring at what five and one uh, with, with Pittsburgh coming in, you'd be looking at 
the Browns being probably one of the better teams um, in the AFC. But that, that's, that's just first looks. I, it's, as, as of right now, as we all know, watching Browns football games forever, it's, uh, the tone's going to get set pretty early by those guys. Yeah, another thing that's interesting – oh, go ahead, Square. That well, was to the Godfather. Yeah, well, I, I can't be any more optimistic that they're going to be 3-3 three and three against the division. Um, yeah. And I don't see them going any better than 8-8, eight and eight, if I'm being honest. I mean, I think they beat the Redskins. I think Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb just juke the shit out of Chase Young. Um, <laughs> had to say that. Cow- had to find that way. Cowboys, it's, it's a, Cowboys, it's a toss-up. The defense knows who is going to be the Cowboys' starting quarterback at the beginning of the season, Andy Dalton. So maybe two wins. Well, the he's Colts, the better quarterback. Why wouldn't he start? The Colts just—they're just a better organization. For being honest, I, I'm giving that one. Maybe they beat the Raiders. Phil Rivers. Maybe they beat the Raiders. Um, Texans, they lose. Eagles, they probably lose. Jags, maybe win. Um, Titans are going to lose. Uh, and then Giants and Jets, I think they're going to win one of those. I don't think they're going to win both of those. If they have to – they should be staying in New York. We talked about this before. They should be staying in New York between December 20th and December, uh, whether it be the 26th or the 27th, whenever they play that game. Um, but since that's over Christmas, they're probably going to travel back home and then travel back out to New York. So I just see them winning one of those games. I think 8-8 eight eight is as nice as we can put it, to be honest. I want to see playoffs, but I just, it's probably not going to happen, let's be honest. <laughs> Could you see them going 0-0-16, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> that would – I mean, I would, I would be – it'd be funny to see, like, two ties, but at the, at the point of, like, the eighth or ninth tie, I'd be like, let's win a fucking game, fellas. Or let's lose but, a uh, game, jeez. <laughs> my biggest takeaway, honestly, is the um, – not necessarily the playoffs, but I think it'd be important for the Browns just to start, like, setting themselves up as a team to be reckoned with. Obviously, he's winning the AFC North. And in the first seven weeks, uh, they play four divisional games. And right. uh, as the Godfather said, you know, looking at three and three in the division, I mean, they play Cincy twice on uh, them, Baltimore and Pittsburgh on the road, which are both places the Browns have had little to – not even little. They've had no success aside from last year when the Browns went to Baltimore and somehow murdered them. Um, but just going somehow, if they can maybe a split, just beating Cincy twice, then losing to Pittsburgh and Baltimore, even three and one in the division through seven weeks is excellent. I mean, it, that would be, I would be ecstatic about that. I think just building the team's confidence too would be huge. I mean, there's a ton of opportunities for this team to gain confidence in the first seven weeks, even before the bye week. I mean, um, I know Square, you mentioned it before the podcast, they could either be five and three heading into the bye week, or I mean, as bad as two and six. I mean, the first eight weeks of the year are going to set the tone for the season. And um, there's still some decent opponents after the bye week, but if they can pick up some wins to kind of alleviate some pressure late in the year, if they need to make a playoff push, um, it would only benefit this team in the long run. This is just our favorite activity to do is as yeah. Cleveland Browns fans <laughs> to immediately overreact at the schedule a mere 20 minutes after it's release. So. Yeah. I mean, it's guys, a tradition. As excited we all were this time last year when it came out, I forget who it was with ESPN, but said they could 
theoretically go 16 and 0. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, like this is actually going to happen. We have all the pieces. And obviously, we all saw what happened. <laughs> it's just not, it's just not something that's plausible. It's not, I'm, I'm just not getting my hopes up. It's, fuck it. I'm going to watch all the games. I'm going to throw shit at my TV. <laughs> The NFL, same same shit new season, eh? huh? Yeah, the NFL is one, I guess, sports league that's pushing forward here in the United States, kind of going on business as usual. Obviously, the off-season programs are going to be a little bit different. A lot of it's going to be virtual now, not going to be as much in person leading up to training camp in the regular season. Um, a lot of other sports leagues have sort of begun to I guess, release some information or give some clues on what they're expecting to do um, post-coronavirus or still with it living amongst us, what the, the league's going to look like here in the near future. Um, I know for baseball, Jeff Passan with ESPN had a report on Wednesday night, basically that teams are telling players to get into shape. They expect some information soon. It sounds like within a week, of maybe when the season's going to resume. I've seen some rumors. looks like July 1st might be the target date for them to get back. So Major League Baseball is getting real close. Um, the NBA is opening their practice facilities beginning today as you're listening to that um, in cities that don't have restrictions. So the NBA is starting to get ramped back up as well. And then probably my favorite report that I've seen so far came from Brett McMurphy today that some major bigwigs in college football have kind of changed their tune, basically saying that if schools are online only come this fall, it's not going to make a dramatic difference whether or not we see football, which would be tremendous that they're not, if they, they don't require students to be in person to get football, that will be great. So things are all trending in the right direction. Obviously we have, sports that either are playing right now or on the verge of coming back very soon that we'll talk about here in a little bit. But what's your guys' thoughts on some of the information that we've heard come out this week about what we can expect for sports here in the near future? Just thank God. Like, I, uh, I'm, I'm definitely okay. I, I feel like baseball um, – do we – did Jeff Passan have anything on, like, on spectators? Is it going to be just, like, kind of how uh, the Asian leagues are carrying on? Because I, I'm honestly okay with no fans and baseball happening. I, I can definitely watch baseball games without people in the stands or cardboard cutouts or whatever the hell they want to do. Um, I, 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 I don't I – don't, I think that – I think that different sports are kind of, like, need the fans in there at different times. Um, like, like we, like we've talked about previously, I can't watch college football without college football fans, but I could, I could watch the Indians against the Royals in game a hundred or game 63 without, without fans in there. What's what the Rays are used to. I don't, <laughs> if it's college football, I don't even mind watching without fans. You know how many matching games I've been to in the last five years? Nah. Sure. But, the, but I've been the only fan the... there, but in, in a more real sense, even if classes aren't in person, I think that schools and NCA and the like will realize that they already have realized it and they've been talking about it. I'm sure they're much smarter than me is that 
a lot of these athletic programs can only function if there's if the smaller schools go and play the Ohio States and the Florida States and the Alabamas. I don't know why I said Florida State like they've been relevant in the last couple of years, but the Clemsons and they need those ass kickings to get those couple million dollars to you know, have their athletic department function. So I think schools really realize that and that athletics, if they can make it happen, they're going to let it happen. Uh, otherwise, these schools are just going to continue to take horrible hits to their finances. Yeah, and then building off of that, um, in another college sport, college basketball, um, I know I mentioned this a little bit ago, and I've, I haven't really kept track of college football as much as I'd like to, but for college basketball, similar to that, where you just do these buy games where you travel to Duke or Kentucky and get your ass kicked. Um, college basketball, um, there's been reports that instead of doing that, maybe these uh, lower prof, lower revenue schools that are power five um, won't be able to pay schools enough, like, like say, uh, a Kent State or an Akron to come get their shit kicked in. And instead, in college basketball, you're going to see more power five versus power five in a non-conference which is only going to hinder the smaller schools. Um, so instead of like a Minnesota or like a Michigan State scheduling Savannah State, they're going to bring Georgia Tech to MSU instead of that. But uh, in terms of college football, I think I've read Square. You've probably read more than me, but I've also read that I read something the other day and listened to it on Pat McAfee's show that apparently there are schools talking about leaving the NCAA over this and that some schools aren't afraid to start playing if other schools in their conference aren't playing. And um, to me, I said it on a past podcast, I think college football is probably the last sport to come back uh, just because there's so many different hoops to jump through. But I think this stand that schools are taking about, even though we're online, we're going to bring our athletes back to play is definitely a very good change of tone I know Oregon said their students are going to be back on campus uh some Texas schools so um aside from that I'm I'm super excited to see what happens I, I I'm I've probably been the most pessimistic one out of the fetus fellas but uh I'm slowly gaining optimism that uh college football will be back yeah I think a lot of ADs and presidents have just been kind of noncommittal on some things because they don't really want to get into a fight with some of these politicians about what their rulings have been on lockdown orders and things like that. I mean, just human nature, as this shit goes along, people are just going to continue to get more fed up and more fed up with day-to-day activities. Like in Ohio now, finally, we can get a fucking haircut on May 15th. Um, you know, don't need it'll it. get wasted on West Six. Yeah, originally the the stay at home order was extended through May 29th. A lot of pressure came, and it had been cha- the name was changed, and shit has changed so much to the fact where you know two weeks earlier than we were supposed to still be locked down, we can now go get a haircut and go to bars that have outdoor patios and things like that. So. At, and then at, a week after, you can go to the actual bar. So. Oh, yeah. So as, as pressure, And I'm going to let you do that, uh, uh, and I'm going to give it a couple weeks and see how it goes, and then I'll go. I'll go outside, but I ain't going in anywhere. <laughs> um, like as, as pressure mounts and as USC 
is going to realize that they're going to lose $8 million this year because they're not going to have a college football team, then they're going to say, to hell with you. We're just going to do it. We really don't care what you have to say. So as outside, like, normal civilian pressure mounts and we get closer to that time where schools will realize the financial burden that will be put on them if they cannot play, I, I, I think this is only going to escalate, especially once we see – a plan for baseball and a plan for golf and a plan for basketball. Once all these professional leagues have a plan in place, it's going to make it a lot easier for these teams and in, in the fall sports to, to make things happen. So I'm excited to see that. Um, one, one sport that just started up, it's not an American sport, but it's the Korean baseball uh, organization, I believe is what the KBO stands for. Fuck yes. Uh, has anyone stayed up till 5.30 or woken up at 5.30 to watch any of these games? Unfortunately, I, I can't, no. cannot Damn. say I have not either. So Wait, You won some money, you, no? I know you've, I know oh, you've yeah. won some bets, but uh, <laughs> side note, should we, should we come up with a team to support as a podcast, as a consensus podcast team? Uh I I honestly couldn't name you more than the Dinos. The I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up the team names and I'll find us one. And I know. The, the I'm pretty sure they're the Twins. Yeah, there's the Twins because they no, have. No, that's too generic. They have. I think, I think I think there's the Bears too. I think oh, here we go. I, I was I like a good them. bear. I think um, it's like the Suhan Bears. Johnny, Usan, the Twins have the, one of my top ten favorite players of all time, and yep, yep. So, <laughs> my top ten Twins. <laughs> What the fuck is a wyvern? Beats the hell out of me. Let's look it up. Their logo is just a big old W. Yeah. Let me look it up Korean to English. Keep talking. (laughs) Well, well, anyway, I won uh, a parlay last night. Oh, it's some kind of dragon or some shit. Oh, Oh, that's us. We're the the, uh, the SK, I assume that means South Korean uh, baseball club wyverns. That's that's who we stand with. <laughs> they won they won the Korean Series Championship in 07, 08, 2010, and twenty eighteen. So they're an absolute wagon. Yeah, uh, they are currently one and two to start the year. Ooh, how about the Latte Giants? Or the oh, they're this team's called the Heroes. That's that's. I good. like that one too. Yeah. The Kawoom. I don't know. Everyone's on the Dinos bandwagon. I think they're undefeated. They hit a bunch of home runs. Whoa, there's a team called the Unicorns? No, they, they don't play anymore. I just saw they oh. ceased operations in 2008. Oh. Well, anyway, I bet Han Hanwa. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> they were plus 135, and the Dinos Lions over eight hit a nice little plus 320 parlay. I tried to get odds before the pod, but – they, I could not get odds on Bovada yet, so get with it, so I can. I'll ask my guy what, what what we can get. What what we'll do? I will. I'll tweet it off the account later tonight when I text you guys what the partner will be. It's not on Bovada, is it? I think I was. Oh, it's on Bovada. What? That's how I won my money last night. So it was not on there a couple days ago. That was a nice little treat. To uh, I woke up and my games were not going so well. And then I checked later at work and. Saw that the Dinos basically single-handedly covered the over themselves. So, shout out to the <laughs> Dinos for some nice money and whoever the fuck Hanwa is. 
But yeah, okay, let's let's make a decision here on a team. I'm, I mean, I'll support a team for the sake of the pod, but I'm a I'm a Twins guy through and through. No, I like this uh, dragon thing, man. Yeah, why is legend by dragon tail opening in a diamond or arrow shaped tip? <laughs> I know about that. The wyvern, <laughs> its various form, is important to. Fuck, I don't know these words. What the fuck? <laughs> Anyway, I like this Korean dragon thing. Who are they again? Uh, SK, which uh, from Inchuan. I, I can't pronounce this. I'm probably offending so many people. I'm sure we have a lot of Korean listeners. Sorry, guys. What the fuck am I doing? It's, not, it's not up yet. I couldn't find it earlier. Oh. oh well, I'll find it later. Don't worry. I'll fucking I'll damn it. Next. All right. Wait. Johnny, what you have any input here? I'm good with this dragon shit. What are they, the, the, the wyvern, the, wyvern. That's how you say it, wyvern. Have they yeah, won yeah. any games this I'm year? Good. One and two. I'm a, oh. I approve. Ah. Dragons are cool, so we'll go with that. What All does right. the pitching staff look like? We are a wyvern <laughs> podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the bullpen look like? That's what I want to know. Oh, they got shit kicked. Let's see. They. Oh, they have Nick Kingham. Okay. He was on a fantasy team at one point. And they're south and they're in South Korea, so that's good. They're all in South Korea. You think Kim <laughs> lets them play baseball? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? All right, cool. Yeah, I'm good with them. They have a player I know. Shut oh, up. you're right. They uh the Korean series champion. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Give me that. All right, so we're Wyverns here. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> What's, uh, the, what's their bullpen look like? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Read the group message while doing it. <laughs> uh, one sport that is coming back, it will be tomorrow when you're listening to this. The UFC. Thank you, Uncle Dana. Oh, what a guy. We have one fucking hell of a fight card here that we're going to get on Saturday. I mean, you like all the way through this fight card, it is just going to be absolute fucking insanity. You're well, you had have, to do something, right? Yeah, you are going to have stellar fight after stellar fight. Um, Fabricio Verdum's coming back. He's been out for a couple of years due to suspension. I mean, you have like the karate hottie Michelle Watterson fighting former title holder, title holder Carla Esparza in the undercard. Jacare Souza moving back down to middleweight. He's on the undercard. Uh, your featured prelim of Cowboy Cerrone and Anthony Pettis is going to be a good fight. Hopefully we get to see Greg Hardy get the shit beat out of him. Fuck um, that guy. We have what was supposed to be the UFC Columbus headliner, Francis Ngannou, and uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his first name, but Rosenstrike, um, the undefeated heavyweight fighting Ngannou. That's not even the main event. We get two title fights, Henry Cejudo, who I fucking hate, fighting Dominic Cruz for the title, and then Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje for the interim title at lightweight after the Habib fight fell apart for, I believe, the fifth time. Um, the only, <laughs> I hate that guy. The only bad thing about this fight card is that Dana didn't make it free, but this is definitely one for the casual fans that you'll want to pay for. 
because this is going to be fucking electric. I can let you know that right now. They could have made us so much money if – I mean, I'm sure it's a Disney thing and just not letting anyone have fun and they're just so money hungry. They could have gotten so much off of advertisements if they just put that on ESPN. Oh, yeah. yeah. So much. They would have been fine. They would have made all their money. But I'm going to buy it anyway, but I'm just oh, telling yeah. them, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, Disney is probably not making too much now. They had to shut down their parks that's, that's for, right, like, man. a whole year, you know. They're not as powerful as yeah. they once was. <laughs> and as someone who owns a little bit of stock in Disney, I can't <laughs> say that I'm excited about that. <laughs> Johnny, yeah. are, I know you're, you're sort of more like a casual fan. You planning to watch any of this this weekend? Yeah, I mean, really have not – the only really sports thing I've watched, I mean, you guys too, was the draft. I mean, I've watched a bunch of replays, but I know I know Ngannou and the guy he's fighting, I agree with you. I've never really watched the Cejudo fight, but he just looks like a rat. So, I hope Cruz wins. And then Tony Ferguson and the – I don't know how you pron- how the hell you pronounce the other guy's name, but uh, yeah, just playing the UFC – video game up at school i've become familiar with a lot of these guys so um i know it's ufc isn't necessarily like something that everybody will be tuned into but i mean it's a card that a lot of people especially like me if you're a casual fan that hopefully it'll just help uh like inform you a little more about the sport and uh just keep gain interest in that aspect and these guys are basically going to be fighting like three times a week for the foreseeable future, basically is what, what Dana said. You know, he's planning multiple fight cards at the same location over, you know, a few days apart. So it's going to be electric. Thank God for the UFC that they're doing this. And, you know, one league near and dear to your heart, Johnny, is on its way back. The German league in soccer, is that correct? Bundesliga. Hey. Put some respect on the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga. Bundesliga. <laughs> Run around with our – I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Put it in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll just, the, uh, go ahead, Frankie. I was just going to touch on one more UFC thing. I've seen that Ferguson guy fight. Like, I'm not the biggest UFC guy, but I've seen him fight Great. a couple times. He's a fucking animal. He runs around the cage and shit. He'll jump off, do backflips. That's I like that guy. He's crazy. It should be a good night, but uh, yeah. Um, these guys have ripped on me a lot for it, especially when I introduced myself back in. Uh, damn, Jesus. I don't even know when, even when, when was the that? first episode was. <laughs> but uh, obviously, soccer is one of my specialties, and uh, especially in Europe, where soccer is much, much uh, more popular. Uh, the first of the big five leagues in Europe uh, has decided to come back on uh, Saturday, May 16th. Uh, Squared uh, jumped on it. The uh, Bundesliga, which is the German league, uh, they've scheduled matches. They plan on finishing, playing all in May, and then the uh, final match day wraps up the last week of June. Um, this is some, This is a uh, – for a person that doesn't really – people that don't really follow soccer. Um, I follow soccer pretty intently. So I've been trying to prepare for this segment of it, but this is a monumental step for European sports to come back, especially soccer, which is similar to American football here. It is life and death over there as it is in South America, as it is a little bit in Asia. Um, For Germany, which has been 
a nation that's kind of been at the forefront in Europe of combating this coronavirus and coming up with an effective way to get sport back, to try and get things back uh, to normal. Um, they've been in training for a couple weeks. Uh, their German chancellor uh, finally gave the okay for them to play in a week. Um, it's, the decision has been uh, mostly applauded. All the players that are going to be test subjects now in hopes of maybe doing some antibody study. So um, there's a small chance if anything goes wrong that we could be in the same position we are right now. But in terms of getting European sport back, more specifically soccer, um, this is a huge step. I know Spain is beginning discussions with their prime minister and their government. Um, I would not be surprised if they're too far behind, but um, for a sport that I've done so well betting on, it's going to be so nice to finally place a bet on something that I actually have an idea of what I'm doing. And uh, I look forward to the, uh, to the Venmos coming in from the bookie on Mondays uh, after cleaning house on this stuff. We'll see if you actually fucking send us your picks. I mean, we got nothing else to bet on, so I'll be I'll be sure to share the wealth. I'll get all the insight. I'll we'll we'll use the Fade Us account to spread the wealth to the fall the abundance of followers we have. But uh, it's just, it's just gonna be nice. I mean, like I know you guys aren't the biggest soccer fans, but it's just gonna be nice to have something to watch on a if, Saturday morning. If they start putting this on NBCSN, I will be speaking German by the end of June. <laughs> Unfortunately, I believe the Bundesliga has a contract agreement with Fox, so... I don't get Fox Sports 1, so I'm just going to keep hating my life. <laughs> God, <fine. laughs> I haven't seen a whole lot other than some rumors here and there about hockey coming back. Anything on that front? I mean, I, I think we talked about it previously. I, I mean, I know as much as you right now. They're talking about... Yeah having it uh, finishing the season in four places. I mean, everything they come out with just seems like such a far-fetched fantasy. I'm not putting the open it comes back. I'll be like so wowed, but I'm just not expecting anything. Right yeah, now. neither am I. As much as I want to see it, that'd be great. But, you know, they talked about this on the Spit and Chicklets podcast. If you have to win the Stanley Cup without any, fr without any fans there. Why? Yeah, why? You that's that's definitely an asterisk. I mean, there's a lot of guys who still would work their bag off trying to get there to be able to have that moment. And, you know, when they're there, they, they might be great. We finally won it, but it's at some point, it's just not the same. And I'd love to see hockey back, but if there can't be fans there, that's the one sport. Like I'd have to, there has to be a crowd there, I think. And then, you know, maybe they bring it back and I'll still watch it and they'll still get the money from advertisements from me viewing it. So have at it. Give me something. I don't care. No, yeah. If they bring a bad grade, I mean, I just – I agree with you, Godfather. It would be so hard just and, – and I just – and I don't know. Like, because there was and, – and hockey is a sport where the, the that last 10 days, like your last eight games could just decide the six, seven, and eight seeds. And we know in hockey, if you, if, if you make it into that bracket, you can go win a Stanley Cup. So, I – it's – I don't know how, how they'd want to finish it and then start that if they just want to start it, how it sits right now. Um, I guess that's the same with the NBA too, but I, uh, 
I right now we'd just be speculating on speculation. And as hard as it is to say, and I would not have been saying this a month ago, I'd be saying, oh no, we need to get this back right now. I think the NBA and the NHL, if they were just to wait till their October and November start dates, I understand. It sucks, but I I think that's what you got to do at this point. Yeah, so Godfather, me- you'd say right, or and I guess Frankie too is both the hockey people here. Would you say then that the NHL is easily the sport that's got the hardest and farthest road back? I do. Well, I don't know about that because they're a little Good. bit quicker. To, I think they monitored the situation best, and I do have faith in Gary Bettman, even if the Players Association doesn't do it to make good decisions. I think, I think they're going to be back. I just don't think coming back this year for this season, I just don't think it's you know that attainable of an objective, and I'm not going to fault them if they don't get back before well, October. Mm-hmm. I, I guess to answer your question kind of directly, Jack, out of the out of like the four major sports, like yeah, kind of at the moment, right? Because as of right now, football is kind of on pace as we know it. Baseball kind of has set like kind of like tentative dates, right? And and ba- basketball, as we said at the kind of opening, that they're kind of opening some of their facilities and stuff, right? So at least guys are going to be able to get shots up together if they get. I I I, I don't know. Um, but to answer your your question kind of directly, I I guess the NHL would kind of be the last ones standing there, but um, I don't know right now. It's uh, I I love to see it back. Obviously, like Godfather said, right? It's the NHL and it's the NHL, it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. There's not many things better. I um, did forget something though. John Scott, uh, former All Star Game MVP, former tough guy, did say something about uh, the possibility of. Um, uh, a mini training camp happening early on in June uh, for that possibility. I haven't seen anyone else report it since, and this was a, about a week and a half ago. So whether or not I'm going to take John Scott's reporting, um, <laughs> I mean, he, he is a guy. He's been in there. He was out of the league maybe two years ago. He's still got some pretty good connections. So if anyone's going to know, it's going to be a guy who's now in media who was in the locker room a year and a half ago. So, I, I mean, that's as good as any – information i have but um right and come back that's great you know i'd love to see it but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here you know on the edge of my seat waiting for it to come back we can at this point two other sports that are very close to returning first is nascar you guys are gonna have to become nascar fans we're gonna have seven races in their three major series beginning or seven races in 11 days in their damn series Hey, thanks. Just got word to NHL. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Yeah, that was that was the twenty fourth um, from John Scott. Just got word that the NHL camps will be getting in June first. European players are coming back soon, but like I said, that's been uh, almost two weeks now, and I really haven't heard much else. So, you know, maybe there isn't anything else to say until that June first start date. But uh, we'll see. Absolutely. So, like I was saying, the, the seven races in eleven days. And there are three top series beginning May 17th. It's going to be held at two racetracks, Darlington and South Carolina, and then Charlotte Motor Speedway, obviously in Charlotte. So a lot of betting opportunities there. And then shortly after that, actually one week after that, we will have the match round two between Tom Brady yes. and against Tiger Woods. And I'm so excited. Me too. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> 
don't know if you Dude, heard uh, Jay Payton talking shit to Tom. He was. After the break and entering a rest. Tiger saying he was cold and having to cover up with his green jacket. Like, <laughs> it's going to be that's, such a joy to That's watch. what I live for, for those, for those guys <laughs> talking shit to each other, right? For just absolute greats of their sports. So fun. So we have that stuff to look forward to as well. Um, I'm going to bet so much money on what, that. What do, you guys, no what do you guys think about that? Because it, it's uh, Phil Payton versus Tom Tiger, right? No, it's, it's Payton and Tiger. Oh, I thought it was Phil and Peyton. I'm not betting against Aldrich. Yeah, and, and also hasn't like what else has Peyton Manning been doing besides like doing his Peyton's places and then playing golf? Like, right? I I feel like he's probably played a good amount of holes more than Brady has. Plus, I feel like Phil is going to try and do stuff to Correct. show off, and he'll end up and he's going to fuck like, up <laughs> slicing or snap hooking every shot he takes. Who, who's going to do that? He, Sorry, Phil. Phil. Yeah, yeah. And, I'll, I'll try and, to do that. and also, and also, Tiger lost that thing to the one-on-one match with Phil earlier. So I feel this like is, Tiger's out for a little. This bit is of my blood. thing because as much as I love Tiger and love seeing him dominating shit like this, I just love Phil Mickelson. And on any given day, Phil Mickelson <laughs> can beat Tiger if like the cards are just right. So I think this is one of those events where that can happen, where there's you know a little bit of money on the line, and it's really more for the bragging rights of Phil Mickelson. Uh, Peyton's better. Are they going to be mic'd up? Do we know? I believe so. Yes. Uh, Peyton's a better golfer than Tom Brady, but from the amateur standpoint, I think it's a six versus an eight handicap. It's not enough to make a definitive decision, you know, for one single match. So, you know, I, I could see the Phil and Tom train, um, you know, winning this one too, but, uh, I just love Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods. So (laughs) you know who I'm going to be rooting for. I believe that's May 24th, so that's coming up. 24th, yeah. Um, that's that's basically a, a solid overview of the sports landscape right now. Um, obviously, we'll have some tweets coming out starting this weekend and then basically every weekend after that, starting this weekend with some UFC, maybe some KBO picks as well. And then, as Johnny mentioned, we'll get into some soccer. We'll have golf uh, that match that we just talked about, May 24th, and then about two, two and a half weeks later, we'll get actual golf beginning. I know we ran through the whole schedule their last episode or a couple episodes ago. So we're doing, we're doing well. We're, we're rounding into form here. When do those NASCAR races start? They start the 17th. So that will be – That's soon. That's in 10 days. Yeah, a week, a week from Sunday. Denny Hamlin, baby, to the bank. So I'll have to I'll have to do some research. The uh, it's going to be a lot different because um, there's no practice or qualifying. They're Ooh. just showing they're just showing up in racing. So <laughs> a lot of it is going to depend on the driver's skill at that racetrack, um, the driver's skill overall. How are they determining starting position? Uh, they'll they'll have to figure it out. I haven't read it. Like pick names out of a hat. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it'll be. Um, might be like rock paper scissors. Might be like standings. Will be. Will oh. Be, um, oh, the, Denny the drivers. <laughs> drivers are gonna have to drive cars they're not comfortable with, and the crew chiefs and crew members are gonna have to make adjustments on the fly. So it's gonna be real interesting to watch. So I'll have to do a little research there. I'm gonna leave you guys with one thing before we sign off. As bad as things get, we aren't Mexico. I don't say that in a mean way. I say that. <laughs> Look at his eyes. I say that because 
Mexico currently is in a beer shortage. Oh, they have oh my a supply of beer that will last them maybe ten more days. What? <laughs> Get beer manufacturing is not an essential business. They have maybe nine to ten, 10 more days. Do you know how much money could be made smuggling beer across the Mexican border? <laughs> Should I quit my job tomorrow? And we yeah, right. Back? Like I'm all, I'm on board. Fuck the wall. Let's just <laughs> over there. <laughs> the Mexican government's gonna have to put a wall up to keep me out of that. Smuggling. <laughs> yeah. uh, to really be the Godfather. <laughs> hey, we still got Corona down here, so. <laughs> The beer, not the virus. Could you imagine? <laughs> no, you guys have the virus too. You guys just open the beaches back up. We have a lot. I know. I was on the beach actually. <laughs> imagine living in a world where a week, a couple days from now, there would be no alcohol left. That'd be the final no. straw. I'd, yeah, I'd, that'd I'd, I'd fucking kill myself. Oh that'd yeah, be, oh that'd yeah. That'd be it. <laughs> that'd be down. No way. No that shot. Curtains. Yeah, that, <laughs> that would be it. So just just remember, as bad as things get, we're not Mexico. We do not have a beer shortage here. There's one thing the United States loves. I have excess, do. actually. It's eat fast food and drink alcohol. Both we, will always, we will never run out of it. We will always have a surplus of that shit. We will always have a McDonald's, and we will always have beer. You never have to worry about either of those things. So. Any final words of encouragement? Anything else before we sign off? No, I don't have anything to encourage people about. (laughs) Sports are coming. I know it. I can. Browns are going sixteen and (laughs) zero. We can only hope. (laughs) Next week, Nate would be great. Starts with week one. Starts with week one. We'll have more KBO next week. Some UFC, all kinds of other stuff. So we'll get to that next week. Hey, hey, guys. Gambling's back. <laughs> I know. We can, we can finally get back to the purpose of this podcast. Right. The only reason why any of us like to talk. Hey, there, there's there's the encouragement where Fadus is back, I think. Can't wait for that. So maybe next week we'll we'll get back into our normal routine. We'll see if there's enough we could talk about. So thanks for uh thanks for sticking with us through our little off week. Had a little time to rest up, rejuvenate, and, and get back into it. We appreciate all the support from the eight listeners that we have. What's yeah. our KBO team again? Uh, the Dragon Things. Uh, the we- Wyverns? Wyverns. Wyverns. The Wyverns. Wyverns. All Wyverns fans. Go Wyverns. Wyverns. That's all. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week.